Welcome to episode 13 of the Triven Diaries podcast. We're recording episode 13 and we're going to talk about spooky stories on our spirituality yeah. and all. Um, so we're in the team of the podcast. Today. Introduction. I'm Erin and I'm your co-host. And I'm Hannah, your other co-host. <laughs> um, but yeah, the 13th episode for the Halloween episode. Very mm-hmm. spooky vibes. We'll post it on Halloween. Yeah. Um, well, we can just dive right in with a couple of Halloween chats and then we're going to be talking a bit about spirituality and you know our own belief systems and just having having a little chat um yes. we're actually recording in my car today yeah so <laughs> lads obviously like me and hannah only catch up when we get to see each other for the podcast yeah. so i haven't seen you since the last time we recorded and all that so it's very organic and natural like um but i'm after seeing her car and she's been explaining to me that it's a peugeot it's a, it's a peugeot 207 yeah and it's absolutely gorgeous a little black car it's a classic Hannah car, like when you open it, like it's so clean and pristine, baby. Like you're keeping this well. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really nice. Thanks, so and so we reallocated our yeah. new office. So we've never recorded anywhere but my house before. Yeah. But this will probably actually be better for the sound. Because in my house, like you can kind of hear things on the background. And we is... can venture to places and yeah. record there. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. <gasps> cool. <laughs> so literally we're outside Hannah's house right now. Um... <laughs> This is literally where we spent our childhood in this area. Like, mm-hmm. like we see the H sign across the road. You know them um, H signs, the yellow H signs, guys, all around the country. We used to, what did we used to do? Kick them as for we good them. luck. Yeah, kick them for we good luck. We used to like chase each other to see who could get it first. Yeah, because you get the good luck. But like, we're. I'm just thinking of Halloween. Did we really spend Halloween in Fancourt though? Not really. It was kind of more always Pinewood. Like, like Pinewood, we, yeah. we were dressing up like properly for years. Like, I remember one year I went as a lady bird. <laughs> <laughs> No, please, can we talk? Yeah, go on. So, like, geez, we were young. We must have been yeah. about 12, right? And Aaron, no, I dressed up as an absolute dopey pumpkin. Like, it literally looked like Orange a clown. Face. <laughs> Orange face. I think it was a green wig, right? And yeah. I went to Aaron's. And Aaron's was, like, a cute ladybird. No, like, I was in a slutty ladybird costume at age 12. Like, little mini skirt. Like, I think it was, it was your my, auntie. Yeah, it was Auntie it? Jackie's ladybird costume. Uh, that just reminded me of in Angus Tongs and Perfect Snog. And then she comes in in the olive costume, Joe. Georgia. That's what I was like. Yeah. Um, and then what other costumes did we have? Uh, we got fa- it got very drinking oriented then. Yeah, didn't really care about costumes. Yeah, for we, a while. we kinda stopped care like, you know, sometimes I'd go out with a pair of cat ears on, like, and that was the costume. Yeah, I'm a leopard. Yeah, <laughs> and a leopard uh, paint on your face. Like obviously bonfires in Ireland growing up, um, they were a big thing. Like we start like age twelve, thirty and then that kind of innocent trick or treating thing left and yeah. we started Going drinking. out drinking. Um, yeah. But we're not advocating for that underage drinking. No, we are not. <laughs> do not do that. But we're just going to be reminiscing on our own experiences. So, yeah, uh, the bonfires. Halloween was my favourite time of year. And I always still say Halloween's my favourite time. But 
now I'm like, oh, now it's not. It yeah, but it still is. Down. Like, no, but it still is. But we just don't do the same. Like, so we went obviously childhood trick or treating, knocking around people's doors, getting your sweets. Then you're a teenager and it's bonfires, drinking, acting the lad. And yeah. now we're adults. You know, early twenties is nightclubs night going out. Yeah, but now we're in this kind of purgatory where we're like, right, what, what does do Halloween do? represent? <laughs> we, then the next phase after this purgatory is having kids and bringing them trick or treating. Oh my god, stop it! <laughs> but um, yeah, bonfires were just a vibe. But I don't really think kids nowadays yeah. really do that. Cause remember we used to do the one down at the carnival. Yeah. Well, that was really airs. It was kind of all the lads and all, but that was second year. Yeah. Do you remember one time it exploded? <gasps> Someone threw a big gasoline. Yeah, yeah the bomb squad. <laughs> Yeah, that was probably the biggest in Babergan. Oh, my Deus, that was crazy. Yeah. And then, obviously, the early years of bonfires over where I'm from, like, I grew up in the hood. So, <laughs> Hannah's in, like, the classy part of Babergan. I grew up in the, the hood, yo. So, there used to be, like, um two bonfires on each side of where I live. The court. In Pinewood, yeah. So, one at the court, one up the lawns, and yeah. there'd be proper beef over who could build the biggest one and then rob everyone each other's wood yeah rob each other's wood and some people would burn the other's bonfires down and all that like, morning of halloween yeah. yeah oh that was like yeah rivalry yeah literally proper street rivalry um but that was great and then yeah just loved halloween. when we started going out to nightclubs then we obviously done the mario and luigi yeah that was proper because like i actually got a snapchat memory today five years ago and i was a devil and you were uh someone from the army Oh yeah, that but that was the year after when we were legal. We were eighteen. Was it? Yeah. Was that? Oh, Mario. Jeez, Mario Luigi was six we years were ago. We were seventeen. Yeah, and then when we were eighteen, I done the army. You done the devil. Yeah, and we were in tri- my auntie trees drinking. Yeah, yeah. That was a great night. Yeah. And then I don't know if I've went out. I haven't went out since that year for Halloween. Isn't really? that right? Yeah. Are you sure? I swear, haven't went out once. I took a good like three years hibernation. I can't remember what I done after devil, but then I done clueless, which as one that was my favorite. Yeah. That was two years ago, but. And then we haven't really had really a Halloween night out since. Like, when you have kids, what's your Halloween traditions? What are you going to be like as oh, a good Halloween question. Um, I love Halloween decorations. So, like, look at my house here now. Like, yeah. in the trees and all. It, it looks like something out of a movie. <laughs> Hannah's um, mom, like, when you walk into the house, like, if you turn a corner, there'll be a wish screaming in your face. Like, she, yeah. she goes all out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I'll probably be the same. And then, obviously, go trick-or-treating around the estate. And, yeah, what about you? Yeah. Did you play games and all? Oh yeah, defo. Like, um last year when I was with my ex, like I'd done like a big thing for his little brother where we like bopped oh, for apples and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. So like and then the, the year before, say with Jackie, my aunt Jackie, I'd done something with my cousin. Like I love doing that and like that. So like um, being around the kids. Up. Yeah, being yeah. around the kids, like they just give me life. Yeah. And yeah, I say when I have my own kids, it'd be big trick or treating energy. And then, like, I'd love to host like Halloween parties every year for like all their cousins or something. Yeah. Like, I feel like my house as an adult will always be like the hosted house. Yeah. I'd love to go to a proper Halloween party. Well, I'm going to one tonight, but do you ever seen Hocus Pocus, that girl's big house, and she has like this big, huge Halloween party? Oh, yeah. I'd love to just go to one of them and like dress up as Hocus Pocus, which yeah, is. Yeah, that'd be But so like cool. two other friends. Yeah. So. Ex- excuse me. Yeah, you and someone else. I but... don't have two other friends. <laughs> we need three people. We get Lauren O'Brien on the bus. Yeah. Um. Or Dara. <laughs> yeah. I just really want to dress up like properly. Yeah. Like tonight, I'm just wearing a witch's hat. Like that's just born. No, that's not right. Is it? A witch's hat. Yeah, but girl, you've like <laughs> long black hair down to your arse. Like you, you can pull it off. Yeah, um, true. But what was I going to say? Do you remember in primary school when they'd use the scare tactic? Uh, they'd use the scare tactic of that video of the kid who got burned at the bonfire. Yeah, every year so they play weird. that. I think they still play that, you know. And they they take a more graphic one for sixth class people. 
yeah. and show more. Because Becky was telling me that uh, the guard came in and showed them a video, and I was like, "Is it this video?" And she was like, "Yeah, sounds like that." So they must be still showing. Is that them. like the right way of doing things? Like fear, though. Well, fireworks are a bit dodge, and oh, people yeah. do be jumping over bonfires. Remember when the lads used to hang around with you, a banger at me, and I went to my leg. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> still have a scar from a black hat here. Look. Yeah. Um, well, you ran into it. <laughs> well, I was trying to run away from it and end up landing on it. But like you shouldn't do that, like. I know. I remember someone threw one in my hood, but I had to take off my jumper. And it went the park. Yeah. Like what? No. What is wrong with people? I know. Yeah. That's they think it's gas. Um, I was actually just saying to Erin earlier that I was like driving my car around Duns, and there was a load of group of teenagers there throwing fireworks and all. And I was shit myself. And she had to get out and change with her mom. Yeah. But that's okay. We're here for growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not gonna wake up one day and just be like, vroom vroom, beep beep. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a bit hard on myself, but sure, look, I'll get there. It's but like sure, look. learning how to play guitar. That yeah. I still and can't do. Well, <laughs> you have the guitar, don't you? Yeah. Do you do, you do the odd time? No, no I don't know okay. what. <laughs> I feel like we've all like taken up something. Oh, hey, Michelle. Right, guys, so we just saw one of our friends from the local community there and we got distracted. <laughs> so if we're parked in Hannah's car outside our house, we're definitely going to get a couple of people walking by. <laughs> I literally, before um, I got here, I was thinking in my head, I was like, we're definitely going to see a couple of our lads walking by. Like, all right, bye. But sure, I just don't know if we'd be able to do it at my house. My house is just a noisy house. Yeah, there's a lot of hustle and bustle in the yeah. Whelan household. We probably could have done it in Megas room, but she'd be going up yeah. and down. There's well. no point in you keep hiking over to Rush. To me all the time we'll take turns yeah so and now we have my car for our new office i know i love your car can i move into your car can i pay rent and just like live under the chair it's quite yeah. cozy so any scary stories no i do yeah, not I have to have a scary i story. do not believe in all that not a scary stuff. story then but any spiritual story that you've experienced no anything? i'm gonna let you do the ghost telling I'm not, it's not really ghost telling you have to have one area well you go right let me think of one I actually have never seen a ghost myself though okay. Like my mum does be telling me Like before this me and my mum were having a chat about it And she's seen loads of ghosts Right go on Right Tell so us. one of them was She works in this play school And uh, years ago Supposedly a little girl died in it or something Yeah But she said she'd love to go Like read back to history on it But she says that She always like can feel somebody around You know when you get that like yeah. cold feeling and then um, sometimes, like, on the side of, like, corner of her eye, she'd see a little girl running. Oh, the my God, yeah, she was telling me that before. But, like, people wouldn't really believe that stuff. But, like, if you're aware of it, I feel like it happens to you more. For me, I'm yeah. not, I kind of, like, just brush it under the rug. I'm like, no, I don't believe in all that stuff. That's why I probably have never experienced it. Yeah. But my mom has, because she's real, like, awoke. You're real scared of all that. That's, yeah. like, your fear. But even, like, my mom would say, like, she's not scared of that. She thinks it's nice. Yeah. She always says like Why is that little girl still around Does she want to like Leave the place yeah. Or is she trapped there Because she died there yeah. you get me And um I'm sure if you look into it Yeah You could believe it But I like have a kind of thing where If that doesn't make me feel safe I'm not going to think about it That's me Yeah Yeah but um, my mom wouldn't be scared of it. But she was saying that uh, even one of the kids' moms said it to her, saying, "Did you see that little girl running in the bathroom there?" But like she thought it was one of the kids, and all the kids were gone home. Yeah. And then my mom just in her head was like, "I'm definitely not seeing things That's if she's crazy, seen it yeah. as well." I feel like your mom has had lots of experiences like that. Yeah, she has. Um, and that's probably why she goes all out for Halloween Like she's a spooky queen <laughs> Maybe she's an ancestor of a witch I'm definitely an ancestor of a witch Yeah You have like witch. a sixth sense Oh for sure Yeah But I've never really thought about it in that kind of area Yeah But did you ever explore? 
No, but I don't wanna. <laughs> Why not? No. It's just yeah, no. this case is a bit dark. Yeah. yeah. I just gotta keep it light and breezy. Yeah. I'm like a psychic, but only like in the flowery sense. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have another one. I have one, uh, my cousin um Gail, she had an experience with one, but she's seen a woman in three different countries, but it was the same woman. What if it was someone following her or something? No, it was a ghost. Yeah. But she's like I think she was in Canada and she's seen it in a house in Canada. Yeah. And then she was in London and she's seen it at the bottom of her bed. And what did it look like and what was it wearing and all? That's what I'm getting to, right? So she's seen it at the bottom of her bed and then she was on Station Street in Bob Rigan here. And Stop. she was lighting up a smoke and across the road was the woman again. And she just like dropped her smoke and legged it. Yeah. And then a few years went on, she never thought out of it. She was looking through old photographs in her mum's house and it was actually her mum's granny. She looked at a photo and was like, who's this woman? Stop and it. her mum was like, oh, that's my granny. And she was like, that's the woman that's keep coming to me. Like, <gasps> So like, that's what I mean. Like, it's not a ghost. Yeah. Like, not a scary ghost. But it's weird, like... Maybe is, she was just trying to send a message. Is it your brain, like, visualising something that you've saw before? Maybe. Or is it, like... So did she see that in her childhood and then, like, her brain figmented that in, a, like, the physical form? Or, like, can... Is that just showing itself to her? Or did everybody else around her see that woman in that thing? No, like, I'd say it'd just be a personal thing. The mind is just crazy. Yeah, like, you could say you're hallucinating and all Well, but... like... I don't know the the spiritual realm. I definitely believe in all. When you start stuff. getting deeper into it, yeah, like come on, you it's hard. Like it's like going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and then it's hard to like come back from stuff that you hear that you're like, that's how is that coincidental? Yeah, I just um, get scared. Like my mom was telling me loads of stories in there. I was like, I'm not going upstairs now. <laughs> what about like what about when you go into a house and you like feel a bad energy in a house? You can feel that. Yeah, I can, like, if I ever go into a house, I'm like, ooh. But is that to do with... The pe- energy in the house? So, like, energy, right? Like, that's what I'd like to deal with. Like, that word use, rather than saying, like, a spirit or a ghost. But that's just my own opinion. So, like, yeah. if you go into a house, the energy could be bad. But that could be because the families that have lived there before always had, like, like arguments, negative mm-hmm. negativity bad energy and then that energy is just stagnant in a, in a house yeah it doesn't necessarily have to mean that's haunted yeah it doesn't mean that like you know someone with a big white cloak over their head is like boo <laughs> stop you know yeah. uh, but basically energy never leaves like it's essentially just recycled over and over and over like when we die we're just going to end up in the soil and mm-hmm. then we're going to be worms and flowers baby yeah, but I say like we definitely do linger around. Oh, like, like around energetically, that's what I'm saying. It's never gone. That's what I mean. Maybe that Gail's uh, whatever great great granny was probably just looking out for her. Yeah. You know, like if we die, we could linger around air family. Yeah. You know? Like maybe she felt the energy and then her mind gave her this image of what that energy looks like. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> We're just absolutely philosophizing <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, like for instance, when I moved into my own place, like I literally like was burned in sage open on the windows cleaning it top to bottom mm-hmm. clearing that energy out like yeah um like if someone moves into a house that has been owned like for a long time or something it's important to like clear that out like it doesn't necessarily have to be spirits and you get the reverend up there bleeding gap to do a fucking Amanda had to get the... that done before in her yeah. Yeah. well whatever kind of like spiritual cleansing that you think is right do it yeah as long as you're getting that kind of negative energy over there yeah. so tell them about that oh so amanda lives on the an estate beside mine but it's in a real old estate like i say these are like 100 years old this mm. estate and pinewood mm. 
So like they always used to say that Pinewood was built on a graveyard, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. So in Amanda's house, anyways, she always had like weird experiences with like she'd hear things like upstairs moving, like the wardrobe or like toys would just like fly across the floor. And like I do get a bad feeling in Amanda's house. Do you? Yeah, but it's probably because of the stories they tell me. So yeah. I'm just a little scaredy cat, you know. Right. But like if I'm in the toilet, I'd be like looking around the place and I'd run down the stairs. But um, but is it mind over matter? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Like, I feel like I could just tell myself, like, oh, Hannah, shut up. Like, it's not. Like, everyone walks into my house and says, I feel a great energy here. But is that just because I'm portraying a great energy to people? Because mm-hmm. I'm saying, look how bright it is. And I sage it. And I knew this and all. But what if I turned around and said, oh, I get a bad feeling. Everyone else's stomach would drop with me. Yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah. But um, what else happened in Amanda's? Yeah, just like things are happening. And then the lad came he wasn't a priest or anything he think he was like a median healer lad and he came and he like probably done what you do like didn't sage the house and mm. he he went into my niece leah's bedroom and was like whatever like energy bad energy or feeling is coming from that realm mm. um they're like it is a bad energy so like he put i think he put like crystals and all in the room uh just to like clear the bad energy out and uh yeah that was really it but that was years ago I don't think that helps has yeah. happened since like yeah leah still in that room but leah's real like classic teenager doesn't care she's just yeah. like ah the ghost is me mate like yeah <laughs> but i feel like that's a good mindset to have like like this is why i don't right people who are like really against say like crystals or like saging or anything like that like whatever gives someone a bit of respite like why would you begrudge some of that yeah so yeah, like exactly. say for instance her getting somebody to the house to do all that like, other people would be like... You're a gobshite. You're a gobshite. But, like, if that brings the family a little bit of peace and security and, yeah, peace of mind, like, it's not actually that deep. Like It's not harming you. Yeah, so. if it's harmless, like, just get over it and let people get on and do what they want to do to make themselves feel okay. Mm-hmm. That kind of ropes in with spirituality, so we could probably jump off yeah. from there. Have you got any, any more Halloween chats? No, I don't think that's really yeah. anything. Because yeah. I think the ghost stories are then going to float on in then to it does link to spirituality though deep the mind goes yeah so if you wanna well what's what's your experiences with spirituality and when did your thought patterns begin surrounding it so i would say that i was always religious okay like people probably think they're two different things spiritual and religious or they can be both yeah like the same so i was always religious when i was a kid like we'd say prayers every night um, I still probably would I'd still believe in God but I feel like it's more of a spiritual side of things now yeah. like I wouldn't be like mad into the Bible or uh, yeah. like that like obviously I hope there's a heaven out there I feel like there is like a bigger energy like the universe you know so it could be God or it could be the universe whatever you want to call it but there definitely you're is you're not too fixed more... on the terminology of it yeah there's definitely something more powerful than just here on earth yeah know? higher power yes what about yeah. you so were you religious as a kid or so religion like would you practice it i mean like would you go the to bible mass? so i ha- i have great chats with my dad about all this right and there was a time where i was looking into christianity last year and catholicism and you know the whole kind of books and stuff so i was literally like reading the bible from an inquisitive point of view so I went to my dad and I'm like, Dad, like the Bible says this and the Bible says that and like it does like, have some bad stuff in it. Like my morals like I don't think that there's a fella up in the sky with a white beard telling governing us all and telling us this, that and the other, okay? Yeah. That's just my opinion, right? So anything that's said here is just our opinions. It's not that If deep. you believe it, 
That's your yeah, belief. Your belief is just beliefs are just a sum of your experiences and what you've went through in life and stuff. Yeah. And um, spirituality, God, any kind of religion that you're falling into is again just an, a bit of respite for people and something to believe in. Yeah, a bit of comfort, I think. Exactly. So I like no matter what anyone believes in, I don't judge them for that. Like if you're getting a little bit of peace of mind from what you're believing in, or if you're praying, if you're down your hands and knees at your bed every night, I don't care. If that makes you feel good, do that. Mm-hmm. But where was I going with this? I was reading the Bible and uh, I went over to my dad and I'm like, right, like, I don't think that I believe in this, 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 this and this. And my dad's like, well, you have to kind of take into account that the Bible was written by a man. I was like, ooh, because then, you know, there was a couple of things in it that would be derogatory towards certain groups and stuff in, in it. And I'm like, if God is this kind of omniscient presence and is like the all good then why is there some like kind of negative things in it or like teaching people say for instance like there'd be you know it's not okay to be gay yeah so it's just man and woman yeah so it's like this kind of idealized yeah man woman adam eve and you know sinning and stuff so i had a lot of like what's the word i was very skeptical yeah and my dad was like right well the bible was written by a man the quran everything they were written by people and their experiences of what they think that God is. So if you're like studying these books intricately and like taking them on to be your religion, you always stay aware that like, you know, you're just, you're practicing what other humans are telling you to practice. Yeah. So then I was like, that's brilliant. Like when my dad said that, I was like, yeah, that's fab. So then I was thinking about it on my own terms. So I don't think that there is like, a person up in the sky that does anything like that but i definitely think that there is some sort of higher power that sure like because if you have nothing to believe in other than yourself like your whole world is selfish your whole world is introspective and you feel very lost and lonely i just can't imagine not believing in anything yeah i just can't like yeah what if i know if if something's going on in your life who do you speak to yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be God, but, like, the universe that we would talk to or whatever. But, like, people don't believe in that. What do they do? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just live in their own head. Yeah, I was talking to someone yesterday. I was doing angel readings um, in work for the crack. And I was just saying, like, a lot of people get roped into, like, the real world, okay? So, say we have the real world and then, like, your spiritual, spiritual world. People who are just concerned with the real world are often stressed, like you know can't cope with day-to-day tasks you know always feel overwhelmed are absolutely rushing around all the time and they never take a second to just stop and be my spirituality is mindfulness my spirituality is taking a walk on the beach and being absolutely like at peace just being with like nature yeah going on a walk in a big park like when i'm around nature i think that that's what the universe god and a higher power is yeah so that's be the same me if i'm looking up at the night sky i'm like how can people not believe that there's something else out there yeah you know like how did we just magically be appear yeah. on earth you know you love the stars yeah love the stars. but like as you said there are people who are kind of just living in their own head and they're like stressed and all but if you're kind of more spiritual like you can just give your worries to them, exactly you know and just like a like, weight lifted off your shoulders even if you've had someone that died that you loved if you even have a chat with them in your head yeah like before i did kind of like i i don't necessarily pray right Mm-hmm. But I just have a blind faith that everything's going to work out for the best now. And, 
like I don't have any kind of rigid views and I'm very open-minded and you are as well Mm -hmm. like I would talk to anyone who believes in anything and it doesn't offend me that they believe in something different no no, you wouldn't judge them on it like and again when people learn about you say I'm a spiritual person like why do people get so vexed about that yeah like just let everybody believe in whatever they want to believe in that makes their life easier personality trait or something like yeah Um, I know a few people like that (laughs) yeah and then you have like so people who like aestheticize that kind of like spiritual (laughs) people who go around wearing like a sun child jumper but actually have no spirituality as well Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean yeah they have like boho bed covers and all I'm like do you even journal ho no (laughs) no you don't Mm -hmm. but spirituality for me then meditation Mm mm-hmm like it's being able to just be okay and trust that there is some sort of like greater thing happening for you like when I had no spirituality for my first 20 21 years of life life was shit yeah you just thought everything was out to get you like yeah I was so wrapped up in self-pity I thought the world revolved around me literally yeah the world owed me something I thought you know people are shit people everyone has wronged me like I have nothing to believe in. Like, how do I know that I'm going to be all right? And I might pop a trigger warning in, in here and get deep. Do it. Right, I'm popping a trigger warning in here for suicide right. and suicidal thoughts and mental health, okay? So last year, like, I was at such a low point that I literally was, like, going to kill myself. Yeah. And I had no belief in anything, mm-hmm. like, before that moment. And I was sitting at my desk and I had five letters written in little envelopes. And one of them was for you. I actually sent you it last week because I found a member. Yeah, that was sad. I cried. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll cry talking about it. It's real upsetting. But look. A lot of people will relate. It's beautiful to talk about this. You're here now to talk about it. You, you know? tearing up now? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So guys, I got to a place in my life where literally nothing mattered but how shit my life was. And how like I literally couldn't go another day with like the circumstances I was in, how I felt about myself, how I felt to my own skin, like it was just awful. Um but I was sitting there and I had my letters written and I was like, Right, if there is something up there, like and if you if I should keep on going and keep on holding on for a better time, you know, something will happen right now. And we phone lit up and it was Sinead Smith. I remember that, yeah. And I think I was talking to you at the time as well. I think you were on your way over or something, but I answered the phone and I was like, all right, she goes, I'm outside your door. I was like, no way. I It was mad. Oh, was God like, damn it. Take off me chances. But Sinead, like, she'd never just show up to me bleeding door. Yeah. Why did she just she show up to door? Say you coming out she was like, like, I'm outside. And I that literally shook me out of that self-pity, that kind of... Like, what's so upsetting is that you get engrossed in the emotions. You forget about the people that care about you around you. Yeah, and you just think that nothing else matters. And you forget that, like, you're just loved so much. And when I went out, I just, like, wrapped my hands around Sinead. And we went and got you. And the three of us sat on the green. uh, And we literally just talked for, like, two hours. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know, like... Mm -hmm where I can get that happiness back like all my happiness was coming from just like trying to stay happy for everyone else yeah and I just had to really really look inside and think like where can I go from here and that led to me throwing the hands up and saying right I believe in something I believe in something that wants me to be here and 
I don't have an exact word use for what that was, but Sinead being outside my door really... I actually Spiritual, that spiritual awakening, maybe? It was. That's what it was. And I was like, oh my God, I can't give up. Yeah. Like, I can. I wanted to get to a place as well where I could help people that felt like me. Mm-hmm. So then, obviously, guys, since then, like, my life has been more beautiful in this year alone than it has in the 22 predecessors. Has Defo done a 360? Wow. Like... Yeah. I just absolutely changed so much. Like, I started looking after my health. I started looking after, you know, my fitness. And I started looking after my soul, which is the biggest thing. My mind. And, you know, being around people that can be, like, energy vampires that literally, like, suck the life out of you. Just had to kind of take a step back from people who really kind of dampened me. Because I'm such a sensitive soul, I give my all to everyone. Yeah. So I just had to take a step back and literally become more probably self selfish for me yeah but selfish for my energy not from a bad space but in like i need to protect my energy well from it's people. not even selfish it's just self-love yeah I self-love yeah, yeah gorge so basically what i i started doing was just proper looking after myself spending so much time in nature mm-hmm. i journaled a lot that's what i mean that's probably when you started like reading all your books like yeah. your spirituality books that's and all. it yeah because then i think i had read the secret before that but after that i was like nah this I am going to understand myself and mm. understand why I'm after coming to a point in my life where I literally was about to give up on absolutely everything yeah so I literally read like 20 self-help books I tried to understand my the like the trauma that happened to me in my first 20 years of life meant that my like emotional state of mind was like a child yeah like I was 20 but I behaved like a six-year-old child probably because you still had like unhealed trauma so I had to heal all that and that like healing is really ugly like say for instance me with my werewolves wellness and it's like oh look at that like I am not by no means a healed person I still have the cheeky cheeky cigarette Mm -hmm. like just because I'm telling you to you know you still have your down days still have my down days I am not a perfect person none of us are but it's about like realizing that healing isn't linear and it, it looks really really ugly for a lot of people and if you can believe in something that's outside of yourself, believe in that. Believe in yourself. Yeah. That's a nice way of putting it. Believe in yourself. Believe that something has your back. Like we always say that the universe has your back. Yeah. That's that book that you read by, was it Gabby Bernstein? Yeah. And we always say, you got this. Yeah. So you got this. The universe has your back. And being able to talk as well to your friends and your family about what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. Is a wonderful thing. I feel like this car is great for a good chat. Yeah. Well, car chats are always good therapy sessions. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Um, So that got pretty deep, but... No, fair play to coming out and saying that on the pod, because there will be people listening. They'll be like, oh, kind of relieved that people feel the same way as them. Yeah. And, like, there is light at the end of the tunnel, I think. Oh, my God, there is. Yeah, so, like... My life is gorgeous. Yeah, so if you're having a shitty day, take Erin as a prime example that... Things yeah. can get better. Like e- even for example, like you know, people people laugh at me because I'm so bubbly and happy. Like they were like, "Oh, look at her! Like she's she's away with the fairies." But like I'm so happy because I was about to call it a day last year. Yeah. Because I was so depressed and unhappy in my life. Yeah. And now every day I wake up, I'm like, "Thank God I didn't." Thank God because oh, yeah, I am getting a bit teary now. That's good. Though. Because. Life is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. You wake up and you're like, I'm still here. I'm still here. And every day is a blessing. And being able to like 
make other people's day is is yeah. just gorge as well like i love making people smile i love making people happy and even you know that whereas wellness is a great outlet for trying to help people understand themselves a little bit more yeah and this this podcast as well mm-hmm. like even if we're only helping a handful of people it's still affecting them in a positive way yeah and a year ago, if you told me that I was going to have a podcast, a wellness page, yeah, I know. that Sinead Hegarty texted me on Instagram. Oh, yeah, tell them about that. Yeah, so Sinead Hegarty replied to tell me. Tell them about what you manifested before you, well, when you started it and in who you wanted to yeah. like reach out or whatever. So basically, during the summer, I was like, I want to help people that are in the muck that I was in. Like, I want to help them get out of that. So I came up with an, an idea. So I always have the the play on my name Wero my nickname is Wero mm-hmm. so I had Wero's words before which was my poetry page and I was like no I want a wellness page Wero's wellness fab yeah. so I was talking to Orla and she was like right who Orla is a real business savvy girl so she's like who are the parents of your page say say people got together and had your page as a child who are the parents I was like Sinead Hegarty like she really helped us yeah definitely all of her highlights on her page are unreal yeah like she got me through some very dark nights like someone sent her on to me when i was going through a hard time and i was like wow like once you begin understanding basic human psychology Mm -hmm. it's just such a positive impact on your being able to step away from the emotional turmoil that you're in and say okay what are the facts deal with the facts not just the emotional turmoil so she helped me with that so Roz Purcell, of course, vegan queen. She yeah. has the vegan cookbook. Um, she always goes hiking and stuff as well. Like these are all, this is all the things that I still want for my future and that I want in my life now. Like I'm literally after recreating myself. I want to go hiking. I eat gorgeous vegan food. I want to have a like a mindset like Sinead Hegarty, Vex King. Then guys. Me and Hannah are advocates for Vex King. I say we mentioned them a good few times on the pod for he, sure. He liked our podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, post as well, and yeah. we tagged them. Like, and this is someone with a million followers. Yeah, followers do not correlate with anything, but like he, he probably gets some tells, tells thousands of tags. Yeah. yeah, and he likes every single one of them. Yeah, what a beautiful human being. Yeah, that's someone that like he has no um, impact of ego. Yeah, for sure. He's probably just a normal lad. He yeah. doesn't think that he's, oh, I'm Vex King. And that's what the, the most inspirational it. people that end up coming into fame or status is the people who actually don't even care about it. Yeah. Like, I was listening to Sinead Hegarty's podcast this morning, her most recent one. I think it's episode 32. Her podcast is called The Sinead Says Podcast. And she was talking about how at one stage in her life, like, she was so broke living i think she said thailand and she was filling up her water bottle in the, in the gym to bring her home yeah. she'd go to the gym a couple of times a day to fill the water bottle and bring her home she literally had no money and she said that she was as happy then as she was now with yeah. a lot of money and successful businesses and that's fab yeah because happiness is a mindset like it doesn't matter 100%. how much materialistic things you have around you if you're not happy yeah. in your mind then yeah like last year when i was unhappy i had a lot of money had the covid payment coming in and i was buying myself this that and the other had to pay barely any rent to my ma like it was fairly cheap and now i am renting my own house have absolutely zilch money less money more happiness less money more (laughs) life baby (laughs) but then the fourth and final parent uh, i chose was the happy pair guys uh, some people have mixed opinions about them. Some people are like, they're just too happy. And I'm like, no, they're great. Like, they're themselves. Love mm-hmm. that for them. But they really inspired me. They um, they have their own successful, like, vegan food brand and stuff in Super Value. Yeah. Shop local. Um, but they get up every morning and go for a sea swim. So I started sea, sea swimming as well. And just kind of 
yeah, I wanted the page to integrate uh, like all of my influences. So I made that then and one big goal I wrote down in like the first page of my journal for Wearer's Wellness, I wrote like, I want them to interact with this page, even if it's only like a like, a like and I'll give myself a year of the page. And I thought that like I'd have to build up like, I didn't even think I'd get many followers. Like, I said, I have, like, what? 330 followers on it. Like, that's lovely. 300 people that's out there. Imagine them standing in front of you here yeah, now. 330 people that yeah. want to hear what I've got to say. And that's yeah. cool. Um, but, so, Vex King liked two of my posts so far. Um, Happy Pair replied to a thing I put up about one of their... I think they have, like, a bounty. A vegan bounty. But whatever. Oh, and yeah. then... Ros Purcell I put up something I cooked baked um protein cookies out of her cookbook and then she was talking to me about that and then Sinead Hegg this morning then so I put up just about her new meditation course guys oh, it's yeah. called The Brave Way on Instagram so I done her um, judgment one this morning about how to like relinquish judgment and accept people for who they are and that was I think it's only 56 euro so anyway I put that up then and she replied and she's like oh thank you so much like I hope uh, you're gonna enjoy it let me know how you're getting on and all and i was just like oh, unreal thanks like, mom for those people you said i'll reach out to you like in some sort of way yeah that's class fab unreal and what have you manifested then i was actually trying to think that today on my walk but i can't think on top of my head you've manifested, manifested the car like yeah lots of things but nothing that nothing that stands out to me to be honest you manifested the podcast yeah just manifested happiness really yeah yeah oh so tell them what manifestation is so like you can write it down in a journal if you want i think that's good like just um whatever you just write down what you want like give yourself a realistic time frame i think to get it um maybe say some affirmations that you deserve this i don't really know like does that really make sense yeah 100% so like a, a manifestation it's hard to, it's hard to explain manifestation because people right. probably think you're in your room with bleeding like crystals that Aaron is <laughs> <laughs> no but they probably are like fucking lighting a candle and all but like you just have to say right. what you want you can't expect the universe to give you something when you're not saying what you want exactly yeah. how you want it so like attracts like okay yeah. if you're <laughs> if you're living in a negative frequency versus a positive frequency so say the universe or nature and like there's laws of nature yeah like there is and if you're saying in your head i really don't want to i really don't want it to rain today i really don't want it to rain today you go out and it's lashing like you manifested it to rain because they don't know that <laughs> yeah. you said i don't want it to rain they just heard rain yeah instead of saying it's gonna be sunny today yeah or i'm gonna have a good day like if you're saying i don't want to have a bad day even so you're that's you're still saying it like so it's about like retraining your your go-to phrases and instead of saying i want to have a wellness page i was saying i'm gonna have a wellness page and I then a wellness page. i made it and i said i have a wellness page i have yeah. a wellness page um like one thing that i am manifesting is i do eventually want to publish a collection of poetry mm-hmm. so for like i should have well not that i should have but i could have done it years ago but now i'm saying i'm going to but i just need to get a ball in motion and then saying yeah but you have a goal i so published just do your goals in like small portions and then you'll yeah hit a goal sometimes i just say i've published a poetry collection so that's manifesting it because you they know, don't know you didn't yeah and then when <laughs> you it, know yeah 
I've published a poetry collection. I say that in my head sometimes. And yeah. then eventually, when I have that gorgeous little book in my hand, you I'm passing it, it all years. I have published a poetry yeah, collection. Yeah, and we'll get a podcast about how to publish a poetry collection. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's just about your mindset, really. Yeah. Like, you could wake up one day and you could be like, oh, I have to go to work. But no, you should wake up saying, I get to go to work today. Yeah. Oh, I have to have a shower. No, I get to have a shower. Some people can't believe and walk. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so positive thinking, guys. Yeah, I suppose our spirituality is just positivity. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, it is. like that's all it is, is trying to be... People think it's probably, like, more in-depth and all, but really, when you just narrow it down, it is just about It's so positivity. basic. It's going back, right, to the, to the bare minimum that humans need, right? Water, good food, fresh air. Literally. And, like, human connection. Yeah. Laughter, love... Living your life through love is like something that I'd be a huge advocate for, okay? That doesn't mean I'm going around loving everybody I meet, okay? It means that if something comes up that makes me feel a certain way, I say, like, how can I act? How can I respond to this with love? So say if someone, like, says something that really, really hurts my feelings or would have hurt my old self's feelings, nothing hurts my feelings now, because they don't actually know me. Yeah. So I just have a think in my head and I think like, what would make them think that? And I'm like, right, they're still stuck in old belief systems and they probably have like a small mind because they haven't, you know, realized that everyone has their own issues going on. So if someone says something now that would have previously upset me, I'm literally like, that's okay. I send you healing. you lead by love. I actually read a book on that. It's What's called that? The Power. It's like the secret, and they have a few, but the one, the power is that literally yeah. what you just said there. Yeah. About love, just leading your life by love. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think I'm a great example for that, and you're a great example for that. Yeah. And we're role models for people because we're kind to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I never, I just treat everybody the absolute same because every single person is loved by someone. Yeah. And every single person has a life of their own with their own characters in their own lives and their own struggles that they're going through and things that they're trying to overcome so why are we just waltzing around judging everybody hating the world like live and let live yeah live and let live that's fab yeah yeah anything else then to say about spirituality no i just think we covered it all like it is just the basics like you said yeah that is our spirituality yeah spirituality is just being happy lads yeah um being happy, as Hannah always says, happiness is a mindset. If you can wake up and just say, like, I'm going to try my best to be happy today. I'm going to be happy today. Or do one little small thing in your day to make you happy. Like, if you're struggling, yeah. if you're in a depressive episode, whatever, just do one tiny thing to make yourself happy that day. Yeah. Whether that be get up and brush your hair. It doesn't have to be like this yeah. big, huge task. You and know? it's not an overnight thing. So I always see people get, like like so hell-bent on like fixing themselves in like a week they're like right i need to stop being like this i need to get to this really good state of mind and like i need to be able to cope with life but like you're not just going to have it all figured out like it's a really long process like i'm like years into this and i feel like i'm a 65 year old woman in a 23 year old's body because i have (laughs) like being through that much in that space of time like you don't know what anyone else is going through yeah but if you can just slowly and progressively look after yourself that's probably the biggest thing that i'd say look after yourself treat yourself nice and be kind to yourself in your mind like your thoughts are who you are like the way you're thinking about yourself is who you are 
and the way you're thinking about other people is who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you can change that to be kinder. If then, you have lovely thoughts, you'll always look lovely. Yeah. What's that phrase by Roald Dahl I love? Yeah, it's kind of like that. If you're... So, it'll shine out your face like sunbeams. Yeah. If, you if your lo- thoughts are lovely. Yeah. It will shine out your face like sunbeams. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Like I say, and we're taking a photo. Smile with your eyes. I'm going to read that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sinead Haggerty just texted me. No, she did Oh my God. She that's sent tough. me love hearts and stuff. She's oh, your friend now. I can't believe it. Like I'm manifesting that we go to her Bali retreat eventually. Yeah. Oh, um, oh no, guys. Like I am absolutely obsessed. I can't. Okay. So I'm going to read this for you. If a person has ugly thoughts, it begins to show on the face. And when that person has ugly thoughts every day, every week, every year, the face gets uglier and uglier until it gets so ugly you can hardly hardly bear to look at it. A person who has good thoughts cannot ever be ugly. You can have a wonky nose and a crooked mouth and double chin and stick out teeth. But if you have a good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. I love that. I and mean, that's a nice little thing to end the podcast Absolutely stunning. Another thing is like be aware. You, you know when you're with like people and they judge people on what they're wearing. They judge people on their body, on their face, on everything. Like I just think that everyone's beautiful. Yeah. And you should treat everyone like they are. Because at, at the end of the day, they're just... Like a body and everything on the outside is actually just a load of horse shit. Yeah. Like who are you in there? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yes. Are you gorgeous in there? I, <laughs> I think I'm a philosopher. <laughs> I, I actually think I am. You know, I think therefore I am. <laughs> but uh, I need to get writing a book. This yeah. all needs to go down on paper. Well, that can be your manifestation. Yeah, that's um, your biggest one. And you always say you want to write a book. Yeah, but that could be your poetry. No, I, it's not that I want to. Like I will write a book. Yeah, their books will be written. It's all. It's all in the midst now. I feel like I'm. I'm in a new chapter of life with a new setting. New characters. Do you know when you feel your life like change into another chapter? <laughs> yeah. It's like what is what is actually going on? But like I love being in in Dublin, mm-hmm. like in the city, yeah. and I'd love to like get in there to move, move in move there. Move in there, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's. I'd love to be going to plays on the regular and meeting with other writers and just like meeting with a lot of interesting people and stuff. Like I feel like my mind is really like hungry for for that for the culture. Yeah. So there's big change in my life right now. And if you told me all this was happening last year, I wouldn't have believed it. So guys, just hold on for better days. They're always amidst. Yeah. Better days are coming. Better days are coming. And your spirituality is whatever it means to you. Don't so be letting anyone ex- push you into a Yeah, box. and explore. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Explore. Yeah. Yeah. So all right I'm, I'm happy i think that was lovely yeah. and your car is gorgeous i'm so proud of you thanks so let's much. let's actually close up with like something that we appreciate about each other so i appreciate about you your how solid you are and how you're a constant grounding presence in my life and you're absolutely a beautiful safe space oh, and thanks. anytime i'm around you i just feel like i'm at home like you are home and an actual person Stop. you're like having a cup of fucking tea on, oh a, on a dark night <laughs> you are literally tea she airs so poetic like I can't say all these <laughs> words <but laughs> what do you mean you don't have to be poetic I appreciate our friendship a lot okay Um, I appreciate your ear my ear yeah because you always just listen and yeah. I love your advice aww 
so yeah that's what I love thanks about you like my ear there yeah no give it a kiss kiss my ear <laughs> kiss my ear honey no boundaries <laughs> boundaries I respect your boundaries that's another thing respect people's boundaries guys um yeah I enjoyed today's podcast I think it what was nice yeah what thanks for coming down Thanks for having me hosting in your car. Thanks for hosting me in your car. Uh, Peugeot 207. It's the only car name I know. <laughs> if you see it driving by, give it away. Vroom, vroom. Fuck your hand. I see a big guy with a horse outside. Right, we'll leave it off with that, will we? Right. Mwah. right. Love yous all, guys. Stay Bye. safe. See us. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>